Welcome to a new episode of Start Inspired with your host, Samantha March, a podcast designed to give you a dose of inspiration and motivation, helping you start inspired and stay inspired. Let's get into today's topic. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Start Inspired. I'm your host, Samantha March. I'm really excited for this week's episode because it's going to be kind of a special episode, a little bit different from the other ones that I have been uh, kicking off this podcast with, but it's because this week is a special day and the day after this podcast originally goes live, which this podcast has new episodes every Thursday morning. Uh, But on Friday, November 22nd, it's a big day for me because it is the day that my eighth novel is officially released. So this week's episode, I thought I could touch on just a little bit about my new book, the series that I am currently writing. Uh, and at the end, I'm going to read a little excerpt from The Sixth Lauren, which is my next novel coming out. So I'm so excited for this. Uh, I, Like I said, this is my eighth novel. I have been publishing books since 2011, and I get so excited and overwhelmed every time I have a new book coming out. It feels like every time to me has felt like such a big moment. And I can remember the first one coming out. I can remember the second one coming out, the third one coming out. And I remember thinking like, I wonder at what point when I release a novel, is it going to feel like, oh, you know, I'm just like releasing a book. Like it's fine. Like no big. And I truly hope that that feeling never arrives. I really hope that every single time I publish a new book. I am so excited. I'm so in awe that I get to keep doing this, that I get to release another story out there. Because if you have listened to the past episodes of the Start Inspired podcast, creating stories and reaching people is what I've wanted to do since I was 11 years old. And so to be able to continue to do this throughout the years is everything to me. I love what I do. I love writing stories. I love creating characters and see what it is that they're going to tell. And I I just get so excited for this whole process. So uh, like I said, on Friday the 22nd, the book is going to release. It is going to be available on Amazon in a print copy or also the Kindle book. It is available through Kindle Unlimited also if you have that through Amazon. And signed print copies will be available on my website. At the time that I'm recording this website, I am finishing up uh, getting those copies ready. And if you can hear my dog snoring, she is in my lap snoring away because she is also clearly very excited for those book release. Uh, but I'm really excited to be able to offer those those uh, signed copies on my website too. So uh, I will have some links down below. The book has been on pre-order for Kindle Kindle for a couple of weeks now. And, uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll have those links down below in the show notes. And, uh, I will also link just my Amazon page. If you want to check out any of my other novels, like I said, I do have eight full length novels and I also do have one holiday novella too. So if you'd be interested in any of them, they are available there. We've been working on getting, uh, 
kind of a more professional page on my blog, Chiclet Plus, uh, kind of more of like a streamlined way to check out because right now I just kind of use the PayPal buttons and the PayPal checkout uh, to be able to purchase my books. But I'm hoping to get something here soon uh, to just make it look a little bit better because, I mean, to be honest, for so many years when I was publishing books, such a small amount of people were requesting assigned copies for me that I never even had to have a sale page anywhere. And it hasn't been until the last few releases that more and more people are asking for these these pages because they want the books and they want these signed copies. And that's a very that's very overwhelming to me to think about that and to think about where I've come from publishing Destined to Fail, my first novel, to where I am now on the verge of releasing number eight. And I'm just, I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful. And I know how hard I've worked. I know how much I have sacrificed to make this my career. Uh, And I just... I know all of the work that I put into this. And just like I was saying in last week's episode of Let's Get Lucky, uh, my journey hasn't been easy. My my path has not been easy. I don't really see myself as having a lot of luck in life. It's just the hard work that I put into it. So to have another novel ready to go is a really, really cool feeling. And to know that so many people are so excited about it feels amazing to me. So um, thank you to all my readers out there. If you're a listener and you've read any of my past books, I appreciate it so much. If you're a listener and you're thinking of grabbing Lauren or another novel, I thank you so much because books have always been such a huge part of my life. I really credit a lot of the books I was reading when I was younger for helping keep me on a good path when my family life was really dysfunctional and there's a lot of different routes I could have taken in life. And I really credit the stories that I was reading to give me life lessons that I maybe wasn't getting in real life. And I'm so grateful to those stories and and to those books and to know that my stories now can reach people from all over the world and that people take away lessons that I've learned in my stories. It's It's an amazing feeling. And it's not something that I take for granted. And it's just so very exciting to have another one coming. So uh, a little bit about the book that's releasing. This one is called The Sixth Lauren. So I am in the middle of publishing the six series. So the series follows six different girlfriends. So book one was The Sixth Christy. Then we have The Sixth Scarlet. And now The Sixth Lauren is about to release and we'll have three more girlfriends to go through. And each book, so we follow this group of six friends, but each book is focused on that one individual character and whatever it is that they're going through. So I know I've already gotten some questions from people saying, can they just read Lauren on their own? Do they have to read the series? And I would suggest reading the series because it really helps introduce you to all of the friends and see what everybody has going on. There's a really big secret that gets told in the second book that really comes into play in the third book. You can piece it together and figure out what's going on if you do read it as a standalone, but uh, I just think 
with a series, it's probably better to read everything. So I suggest reading the whole series myself, again, just to get to know everybody so you can understand the different characters and maybe why some of them are behaving the ways that they are. You kind of get that for the first three novels. Uh, but I've had so much fun writing this these books. This is the first series that I took on. It's something I've always wanted to do, but I was also very intimidated by it, especially having six different characters to follow. That's a lot of characters. That's a lot of jobs and family life and their friendship dynamics and uh, are they in a relationship? And what are their nervous twitches? What drinks do they order when they go to the bar? Like, I mean, there's just, what's their background? What what was their major in college? And how did all the friends find each other? It's so much to keep track of. It's so many different notes. It's so many different voices that I have to learn. And it's definitely a lot. It's so challenging, but at the same time, I'm having so much fun with it and it's cool to me as a writer to finish writing one book and already have so many ideas ready to go and sometimes when I'm writing the books, I'm actually writing scenes for the next book because I'll write a scene, like for example, I'd write a scene for Lauren and think, oh yeah, this would make sense to put into the next book. So I would um, you know, write that scene for the next book. So it's just been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been very different from the other five books that I wrote first. Uh, Christy was book number six for me, but it's been really the best time. So the first girlfriend that we kicked it off with is Christy and the story is set in Chicago. All of the friends live in Chicago. I myself live in Iowa. So I, you know, I'm just a Midwest girl and I really enjoy Chicago. I love going to visit. I'm a big Cubs fan. Uh, so I just thought it would be fun to base a series there. And it also gave me an excuse. Like before I published Christy, I went to Chicago and we ended up, we did go to a Cubs game, but at one point I took some time that day and just walked around and noted different street signs and noticed the different people and looked up and what did I see when I look up? I mean, just like different little nuances that I wouldn't know because I don't live there, but being able to visit, chat with people. I've interviewed some people that live in Chicago. I mean, that sort of thing. It, it's really been uh, a lot of fun. And I hope to get back to Chicago soon because I really do enjoy visiting. But we follow Christy. She's one of the single friends. Uh, she's trying to date and you know, trying to find a man in the in the busy and crowded city of Chicago. She also has some job issues going on. She's a guidance counselor in an elementary school. And I actually referenced Christie's novel uh, in my episode about how I found my why at 11 years old, where I talked about the abusive situation that I went through and how I went to my guidance counselor to talk to her about it. And I said that I was able to write that story into Christie's book. So, um, you know, there's a little bit of me in that aspect in Christie's story. There's a personal side to it. And her story was so much fun to write because Christie is just such a fun character. She's, I mean, I love all of the girlfriends, but Christie was just such a blast to write about because she was just so free spirited and so you know, just roll with the punches, whatever came up, like she was ready to do whatever and just speak her mind. And 
I had so much fun with her, but at the same time, she had a very sensitive side and, you know, she kind of did want to find that boyfriend and she was an elementary school guidance counselor dealing with a delicate situation and she's a good friend to her girlfriends. And I felt like she was just such a well-rounded character, but she was also very flawed and she had her dating fails that we shared and she was just so much fun to write. So then we picked it up with uh, The Sixth Scarlet. And we could tell from Christy's story that Scarlett had some issues going on with her best friend in the group, who is Tinsley, but we didn't quite know what was going on yet. And in Scarlett's story, you see a toxic friendship. And this story was one that I wanted to write because it was very loosely based on some of my friendships that have been toxic. Uh, It's not on one friendship in particular. There's actually been a a handful of friendships that worked their way into that story, but just some challenging situations that I've had over the years with some of my friends. And uh, I just really wanted to write a story that focused more on toxic friendships and what can happen and what tolls it can take on people. And I really also enjoyed writing Scarlet. She's kind of the more sensitive one of the group. You know, she cries very easily, which is also like me, Um, but she's very sensitive. She cries more easily. She is also a vet tech, so we have a lot of different animal stories in there, and she's also dealing with a broken heart. Her, Her boyfriend had recently broken up with her, and she thought he was the one, and they were talking about moving in together, so we deal with heartbreak and this toxic friendship, which is really the main focus of the story. And then we move over into The Sixth Lauren, which is the book that's releasing tomorrow. So, you know, definitely in Scarlet, we're still getting a little bit more of Christy's story and some resolutions from Christy. In Lauren's story, it's going to continue with Scarlet and her friendship with Tinsley and what's happening. And In Lauren's story, when it comes to the girlfriends and their dynamic, you start to see a split and you start to see a shift in friendships. And this is something that I've always wanted to write about because I find it very fascinating. I'm 32 years old. I've gone through a lot of friendships from elementary school, middle school, high school, college, and beyond. And to me, it's really interesting to see how friendships can grow and change and shift, especially when it comes to females. I write mostly friendship fiction because female friendships continue to fascinate me. They continue to puzzle me. And sometimes it's interesting to write books like this where the topics is friendships and you're really looking at two women or two plus women and trying to understand their dynamics and trying to understand how they love each other in a friendship, but how they can treat each other badly and can they survive from that or can they not? I think that it's just so interesting to look at that and put my characters into different scenarios and think, okay, how is this person going to deal with it? With the six, it's not just two girls. We now have six girls and you're not just seeing how two girls deal with hardships or changes or whatever it may be, bad decisions, whatever it is. You're seeing how it affects a group of friends. And that's something, like I said, that I think is very interesting because, again, it's something that I've seen over the years. Friendships change. You know, at one point, 
two people are really close to one another and then something changes, maybe a lifestyle change, maybe a marriage, maybe a pregnancy, maybe a health scare, maybe something else. And all of a sudden that person starts to get close to another person in the friendship group. And then it's like, it's this interesting thing with friendships that with women, it's almost like, can you be, can you still be friends with someone who used to be your best friend? Kind of off topic, but it popped into my head and I'd love to get your feedback too. But when you lose a friendship, which is hard, I've lost a lot of friendships in my life. But when you lose a friendship or maybe you lose trust or maybe you you just lose something, but you still want to be friends with that person, you're just not as close as you once were. You're not as tight-knit as you once were it almost feels like that friendship can no longer survive. And I wonder why that is. I remember one time going through a friendship breakup and I was trying so hard to hold on to my friend because I was so worried. I've already been through friendship breakups in the past and I saw that it really just cut off our friendship. And I was like, you know, I just, I don't want to lose this person as a friend. And I remember my husband saying to me, can't she just be your friend? Does she have to be your best friend? And that just made me think. It was a really good question. It just gave me a lot to think about. And it's a conversation that happened several years ago, but I can still remember it because I remember thinking like, yeah, why can't we just be friends? Like why? Like, yes, maybe we aren't going to talk to each other every single day and maybe we're not going to spend time with each other every single weekend. And maybe I don't feel comfortable telling her my deepest secrets anymore but can't we still be friends? Newsflash, we can't. That 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 friendship didn't work out, which is such a bummer. And it's just, it's so it's something that I find interesting that I like to bring into these friendship dynamics uh, that I have in this story. So circling back to the six, you're not just seeing a rift between two friends. You're now seeing a rift between a friendship group and what happens to that group and what do the other friends think when two friends are fighting and, you know, sides are being taken and it's, it's a whole thing. So, uh, definitely that plays a big part in Lauren's story and you get, you know, cause at this point we only have Christy and Scarlett's point of view. And now we're getting Lauren's point of view and Lauren is best friends with Nora. So we're getting a lot of Nora's point of view and Lauren starts to become close with Breely. So we're getting Breely's point of view. So now like really everyone's coming into play at this point, everyone's giving their thoughts and opinion on the situation that happens that we find out in Scarlett's story. And it was so much fun for me to write the storylines that start to happen and that start to unravel after this news gets brought to light. And I hope that you guys enjoy it. I love talking to the readers about what's happening. When I released Scarlett's book, I was getting messages and emails from readers like, I can't believe this happened. And I was writing back like, I can't believe it either. When I was planning Scarlett's book, I did I had a plot twist in there, but it was not the plot twist that ended up being written into the story. Even I didn't see that coming, and I wrote the book. The characters write their own stories. I kind of go into a zone when I'm writing, and they do their own thing. I have an idea of what I'm going to write about. I know the characters I'm going to write about, but everything in between I do not know what's coming. My characters create their own stories and they just do their own thing. So I didn't even see that coming in Scarlet's story. 
And so I'm really anxious to get the readers' feedback on what they think about Lauren and how it's continuing to go. And are they picking a side? Like, I'm just, I'm so curious to get the feedback on this one. And then, of course, we also have what's going on in Lauren's personal life. It's not just focused on the friendship drama that's happening, but we have what's going on in Lauren's life too. And we can tell from Scarlett's story that Lauren, who is engaged and planning her wedding, you can tell that she's not happy. You can tell that something is going on. Something is wrong in her relationship. We just don't really know what. So, of course, when Lauren's story starts, it's her practicing calling off her wedding. We, we read that at the end of Scarlet's story where I insert a clip from the next book. So we know that. We know now that Lauren wants to call off her wedding, and but now we learn why, and we get a little bit of backstory, and we see the different reasons why Lauren almost feels a little stifled in her engagement and her relationship. Um, she is a career woman. She's an interior design assistant. She has goals of climbing up the ladder at the company that she works at. And she just, she's starting to, to understand that she really just can't go through with this wedding. She's not happy. And so we go through that situation. A lot of times I can't write happy endings. I've had people mention this in their reviews and, you know, especially with the book, A Questionable Friendship was my third novel. That ending is very quite shocking, I think. And I know from my readers and my reviews, not a lot of people saw that coming. In Scarlet's story, she doesn't really have the happiest of endings either. You know, when it, when you when you think of happy endings when it comes to book books these days, especially with women's fiction or chiclet, it's always like the girl gets the guy or the girl gets her soulmate or her partner or she has a lot of money or, you know, just like things like that happen. And I'm really trying to focus these books on non-traditional happy endings if there is going to be a happy ending at all. So with Scarlet's story, her happy ending was she got a dog. <laughs> you know, I think that's a pretty good happy ending, but that's that's how I wanted to end her story. And I got a lot of feedback from readers that they really appreciated that. And that made me feel good about myself because what is a happy ending? I mean, we all don't have the same version of a happily ever after. And sometimes it doesn't happen with just the snap of your fingers, or it doesn't happen in the length of time that you can write a novel. So I, I love writing about real people. I love writing about flawed people who have made mistakes and they need to figure out what in the world it is that they're doing. That's what I find really interesting instead of writing perfect characters because no one is perfect. Do you really want to read a book about someone who's perfect and then it makes you question your life? I mean, again, I touched on this in last week's episode about social media and people only wanting to show their best selves and the most perfect side of them and the photoshopped photos and only sharing about when you're the happiest. And it made me question my happiness and why don't I have a great life and why do I go through these different things? So that's what I want to bring with my stories and my characters. And Lauren, to me, quite honestly, is not the most likable character. She has a pretty big flaw that I, I didn't, this again, I didn't know this about Lauren until I started writing her story. I was three-fourths of the way done writing her first draft and this came out, something from her past came out and I was like, oh, 
oh, well, I didn't see that coming. But it kind of helps you understand maybe why she has some of these feelings about her wedding and her relationship and why she feels like she can't marry the man that she's been with for 10 years. And uh, it was really interesting to kind of pull back those layers from Lauren and learn more about her and learn that she's kind of been keeping something to herself, something that she didn't even tell her girlfriends. She's been hiding this part of her for 10 years now and or probably wasn't 10 years in the book, eight years in the book. She's been hiding that. And then she's very career oriented to the point where, you know, she maybe doesn't treat her fiance the best because she puts work before him or work before friends or work before family or, and I think that's just interesting to learn about that dynamic as well. And she doesn't always treat her coworkers the best because she's so focused and she's so motivated to work up the ladder and I had a lot of fun writing her story. Again, I find her to be a very real character. I find her to be very relatable. And even though we have very different lives and I don't really see a lot of myself in Lauren, I'm I'm definitely very career oriented. I'm very career motivated. Um, But other than that, I I don't have a ton of similarities to Lauren. I know one of the biggest questions I always get is, are my characters based on me or based on someone that I know. And a lot of times characters are really based on one random thing someone said to me. And my mind just goes and creates a character and then creates these stories. I get an idea for what I want to write. And then when I actually write, it's just, it's my creative mind taking over. Like I said, I just kind of go into a zone and the characters write their stories. That's my creativity coming out. That's my creativity creating these characters and these stories in my brain and then putting that onto paper or putting that into a Word document. So again, the smallest things like Christy's entire character was based off of one thing my friend told me from college that I thought was funny. And I created an entire character around that one thing. It's not based on that friend. My friend's not that character. It's one passing thing that she told me and boom, a, a, a character was created. So Um, but I really liked Lauren's story. I hope that you guys too. I hope that you guys do too. And I hope you have fun and you find her relatable. I got some early reviews and it really is very touching to me to have people say like one review was like, this could have been my life story. And I thought, how crazy is that? You know, I just, I love that. I love hearing things like that. I love when people find my characters relatable and it's so much fun writing a series because I feel like ever since I published Christy, there's been so much excitement for the next book. And when's the next book going to be out? And I, people want to continue the story. People want to continue to see the girlfriends and see what's going to happen. And that's so much fun for me. So if you're a reader and if you've given a review, which Amazon reviews are some of the most helpful things that you could do, if you end up deciding that you want to get the book and you read it, please consider leaving an Amazon review, even if you don't like the book, honestly. A, constructive criticism always helps me, but B, it's still considered a review. Amazon still looks at that. It's the same thing with YouTube. Whether you thumbs up or thumbs down a video, whether you leave a glowing comment or a negative comment, it doesn't matter. It's considered engagement. Amazon looks at that and they help promote books that have a lot of engagement on them. So if you you decide to purchase any of my books and you read them and you wanna leave a review, Truly, it helps so much, and that goes for any books that you read. All authors are so, you know, so thankful to get those reviews in. 
Um, but I'm I'm so excited to read what people think about Lauren's story. I, I cannot wait. So again, the book is going to be available for sale on Friday, November 22nd on Amazon uh, print book and also ebook and signed copies will be available to purchase on my website, chickletplus.com. I'll have all these links in the show notes and uh, I am working on getting the audio version set up for the six Lauren. Uh, typically when I work with a narrator, and the system that I use, the book does have to be available on Amazon before we can get things rolling. So it's not possible for me to have the audio book become available at the same time it goes for sale. But I am going to be working on getting that audio book out. Christy and Scarlett are both available in audio on audible.com. So I can link those two, but definitely want to get Lauren's story out there on audio too, because I know a lot of you like it. And definitely if you're listening to a podcast, I think, you know, I love listening to audiobooks too. I love podcasts, so they kind of go hand in hand. Uh, but that's a little bit about the book. I'm so looking forward to release day. Uh, you know, I've mentioned that I am a YouTuber also, and I'm going to have a video go up on Friday the 22nd on my YouTube channel, which is just Samantha March. It's going to be a little bit more about the book. And uh, there's going to be a giveaway in it. I always do a giveaway when I publish a new story. So there'll be a giveaway over there. And I'm really so excited. I'm so grateful. Again, thank you so much if you're a listener. I mean, just honestly, if you're a listener, you're supporting me. And that means a lot. If you're a reader, if you're about to be a future reader, it means so much that I get to do this as a career. So something I've wanted to do since I was nine years old and I get to do it and I feel so excited every time I get to release a new book. So thank you for giving me those feelings. It's just amazing. And like I said, I'm going to wrap up this podcast and read just a quick little excerpt from the book just to give you an idea. I chose out a section when uh, it's prior to Lauren having her conversation with her fiance, Ben, and just kind of some of her her feelings that she has. And again, just a short little excerpt. So if you want to hear this from The Sixth Lauren by me, Samantha March, let's go ahead and take a listen. I felt a little numb as I lay in bed next to Ben that night, knowing it was probably the last night we would be sleeping next to each other, as a somewhat happy couple at least. I rolled over to look at his features, his dark hair brushing against his forehead, the small freckle on his upper lip, the scar on his forehead from falling off his skateboard in high school. I felt the tears start to well up and bit down on my lip to try to keep them at bay. I knew I was making the right decision. We wouldn't be happy. Well, I wouldn't be happy, which in turn would make us not happy. Ben deserved all the happiness in the world. I couldn't do this to him. I couldn't pretend that the future we were planning would be enough for me. I leaned over and kissed his forehead, the tears now sliding down my cheeks. I'm so sorry, I whispered to his sleeping face. I really, really tried. I wanted this to be enough. You have to believe me. I held my breath, half expecting him to open his eyes and tell me he understood, or tell me he hated me, or tell me anything. But Ben kept on sleeping, his eyes firmly closed, his chest rhythmically moving up and down. We didn't usually cuddle in bed, but I shifted my body so I was pressed against him and lifted his arm to move it around me. I tucked my head into his chest, kissed his shoulder, and drifted off to sleep. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Start Inspired, a special one this week as I prepare for my eighth novel to come out, 
and I hope you enjoyed hearing a little clip from The Sixth Lauren. I hope that you'll consider checking the book out tomorrow. Again, those links will be in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting this journey that I get to call a career. I appreciate it so much, and I will catch you in next week's episode.